0: Feel, uh, Qatari. Today I feel Arab. Today I feel African. Today I feel uh, gay. Today I feel disabled. Today, I feel uh, a migrant worker. Today, I feel nauseous. Today, I feel like I have a stomach ache. Today, I feel dumber by what I have just listened to. Today, I feel like that is 47 seconds of my life that I will never get back. Today, I feel like the world is insane. And I have very strong feelings about that. (laughs) It's all so dumb. (laughs) Welcome back. It's it's Wednesday. I was about to say it's Thursday. It's Wednesday. Not Turkey Day yet. We're getting there. That was the uh, president of FIFA, Gianni uh, Infantino, (laughs) with uh, a very interesting speech to say the least. Um, soccer, I I don't know what to tell you guys. I don't, does anybody even watch soccer? (laughs) I I mean, I never did. Um, it's one of those sports kind of like golf to me. Very boring to watch. There's not a lot of excitement. I'm sure if you're doing it, it's more exciting and you're in the game. But as far as a spectator sport, just like NASCAR, sorry, all you NASCAR fans out there. I just can't get my head wrapped around. on watching cars going a circle 500 times. I I just, I, I don't see the excitement there. That's just me. You know, I was always into other sports. I like baseball. People think that's a boring sport to watch because it's only quick bursts of excitement and then it's just pretty slow paced after that. But to each their own. However, the uh, president making that very awkward speech as the World Cup continues definitely has got some attention. I know that he's trying to act as if he is all accepting and they accept everybody and everything And by making that speech that somehow elevates him to a status of acceptance, I don't know, or shows who he is, that he cares about everybody or everything. But the fact of the matter is, uh, Qatari, I guess where they're going to play their next uh, match at or game at or whatever. I don't know if that's correct terminology for soccer. I would say game, the next one's there. Um, You have a lot of rules there that – Aren't very accepting. You know, a lot of those Arab nations, they're not real accepting. For example, in America, of course, we got to change the American flag to a pride flag because, God forbid, you're not virtue signaling at all times here in America, then you're just a bad person. Well, that's not going to be accepted in that country. You're not going to be allowed to wear that. That's against the rules. You're not allowed to conversate with women. There's lots of things that you're not going to be able to do. And one specific thing is if you're Jewish, you're not allowed to be there. So, You know, you're all accepting, you know, when you want to talk about gay and and whatever the hell else there. But when it comes down to true acceptance, you are supporting a country that is an anti-Semite country that's actually against everything you just said. You're not allowed to participate in any of those activities. So even with all your virtue signaling, it kind of shows different. It shows where you're really at. You say what you say think is the right thing to say for popularity reasons, but your actions speak volumes. You don't actually uh, care about those things because if it was me and that was the hill that I was willing to die on, Uh, I wouldn't have tournaments in places that were against people like that. I just wouldn't put them there. Don't care. You are no longer invited to the world stage because of your views. And if you're going to be hostile towards people that are coming in there that are against what your beliefs are, then we have no interest in participating. You can participate in the league, but we will not be holding any events in your home country, period. I mean, that – You know, actions speak louder than the words, right? That would be an action to be taken if that's a hill you want to die on. Uh, Apparently, these people, they're just doing the typical, I'm going to come up here, make a very awkward speech. I'm going to virtue signal. I don't know if he's hoping to gain some more popularity for soccer. I know soccer's a lot bigger around the world, not so much here in America. Even still, uh, you know, sports in general over the years, I just feel as if sports are becoming less and less popular all the way around. I don't think sports are once what they once were. You know, America's favorite pastime was baseball. I don't think baseball's at the same level that it was. I think it's these sports are slowly fading away. People's interests are turning away from them. And that could just be because as people, you know, time goes on and, and interests change. Or it could be that everybody's doing like this guy did. And you're interjecting your politics and your nonsense into it. And people are just sick and tired of hearing it. So they just turn it off and they have shifted their focus to other things in life. And they find that they don't need sports like they once thought they needed to entertain them. And you guys lose viewers and ultimately, over time, your sport will probably uh, cease to exist. All right, from the Mirror UK, a 14-year-old boy died three weeks after receiving his COVID-19 vaccine Um Connor Pat O'Connor, uh, County of Mayo, Ireland, described the death as a significant public concern. Joseph McGinney was vaccinated with Pfizer COVID-19 jab on August 20th of 2021. He died at his home on Achill Island, Mayo, just over three weeks later on September 13th. A request for the safety information from COVID-19 vaccine manufacturer Pfizer is part of the considerable investigation to be conducted into his death. Joseph Joseph suffered significant significant, medical uh, deterioration following the administration of the vaccine from what they were being told. He was hospitalized on September 1st and stayed overnight at the Mayo University Hospital before he was discharged the following day. He attended... Hospital again on September 8th for review. The circumstance of Joseph's death is that that the COVID vaccination was administered to him. Mr. O'Connor said that appears to have been either a uh, reaction or a significant change in his medical circumstances following the administration of the vaccine and that subsequently, unfortunately, Master McGinney died. All right. More and more are coming out about COVID-19 about the vaccines we are seeing more and more come out about it why is this a problem and why am i bringing this up well we're finally able to talk about it because before on social media you couldn't even say anything about it you weren't allowed to speak about it at all god forbid you challenged them well now we're at a point uh history and time have moved forward history's behind us time's moving forward where it's more acceptable to start asking questions which to me is asinine anyways we should have been asking questions in the beginning and see how it goes from there But we weren't allowed to challenge or ask any questions From the beginning So where are we at today? Today we are finding out all kinds of Really damaging things that are coming out about these vaccines I mean, you're hearing a lot more The damage that they're doing to specific patients As far as cardiac pro- cardiac problems and, and people continue to take them And they continue to push them Uh, the worst part about this is there's nobody you can sue. You can't hold anybody accountable. The government gave them a free pass on it. So if you have taken this vaccine and you are having some of these reactions to it, and God forbid you know somebody or you're really – in bad shape medically, and potentially can die from this vaccine. There's no way for you to uh, hold the company accountable. You can't hold them accountable. I don't, I'm not even sure if it would stand up in court if you tried to hold the government accountable for what has gone on. Where I'm at is, uh, MXM News I saw an article come out uh, this morning, being Tuesday, uh, or yeah, in the in the morning on Tuesday. From just the news, Biden world leaders sign a declaration to adopt vaccine passports for international travel. Okay, (laughs) it shows you where these people are really at. This is why you got to pay attention. Everybody, you know, you're all everybody's conspiracy conspiracy theorists. Everybody, you're just anti-government. You're anti-vaccine. You're anti-everything. Right. That's, That's what we're all being told. Uh, Joe Biden signed at the G20 summit with Bali leaders a declaration agreeing to adopt vaccine passports to facilitate all international travel. Paragraph 23 of the declaration pertains to the facilitation seamlessly international or facilitating seamlessly international travel. By pledging to commit international dialogue and a collaboration to establish a trusted global digital health network that should capitalize and build on the success of the existing standard and the digital COVID-19 certificates or certificates, excuse me, I can't talk today. Um, the White House states it supports the WHO mRNA vaccine technology transfer hub, as well as other tracing programs used throughout the world designed to share technology, joint research and joint pro- uh, productions of vaccines, including enhanced cooperation among deploying countries. It also acknowledges the importance of shared technology technical standards and verification methods under the framework of the IHR in 2005 to facilitate seamless international travel and recognize digital solutions and non-digital solutions including proof of vaccinations. So here we are. You're seeing finally some medical information coming out that these vaccines can potentially be harmless. And it's like playing Russian roulette. You don't know if you take it how your body is going to react to it. So there's a chance that nothing happens to you, and there's a chance that something happens to you, which makes it really your decision of whether or not you want to take it. Um, you're having doctors that are standing up against the system and signing uh, um, documents stating that they need to pause the, administra- the, the administering of All COVID vaccine shots around the world until they can be better tested and start really digging into what are the long term, short term and any other side effects that potentially you can get if you decide to take this vaccine. The Biden administration and the other globalists, well, that's not good enough you know, they're in bed with big pharma. There's a lot of money here to be made. So they're going to make damn sure that at the end of the day, they're going to get as many people vaccinated as possible. They're going to pump this into as many people as possible. One way to do that is forced vaccination. Well, they can't do it, at least here, governmentally. It's already been uh, uh, knocked down by the Supreme Court. So, how do you force it? Well, I guess you're not going to be traveling outside of the United States unless you get vaccinated. So now they're going to hit you at your pleasures. Well, if you would like to travel somewhere, you're more than welcome to go there. You just have to be vaccinated. And, yeah, one little thing, we have to get you in this system that has your medical uh, medical record about you on it globally so that you can travel. Well, I mean, where do we begin with the red flags? You know what I mean? Uh, We're being tracked and traced on a system, on a global system that has our medical information on it. It's none of your damn business whether I got the vaccine or not. I know that the argument to this is going to be, well, hey, Joe, you know, if you want to travel to Africa, you have to have certain vaccinations agreed. But those certain vaccinations that you have to have are already tested and tried. These are vaccines that have been around for decades at least. You know what side effects potentially you could have by taking these vaccines. And, oh, by the way, they actually are vaccines because the way vaccines work are one and done. This isn't a shot. What? How many COVID shots are they up to? I don't, I don't care. I don't count. Don't. I don't really. It's, it has no interest to in me how many you're up to. I believe it's five. I might be wrong. It might be six. I'm not sure. I don't care because I have no intention on taking them ever. I wonder how many countries are going to participate in this. I would venture to say the young lady that's now the prime minister of Italy, at least while she's prime minister, probably will not partake in this nonsense. That would be my guess because she has a strong view against these things. And I'm sure there are other countries that will take that same stance. However, if you start thinking about countries that you would really like to visit Chances are they're going to start requiring this. So, this is how they're going to force vaccinate you. They're going to get you into a system so you're in a trackable system so they know you've been vaccinated. This is how this all begins. Look what I told you about Canada the other day. They think people that don't want to take vaccines have mental problems. I guess I'm a mental patient. As far as they're concerned, they think I need to be evaluated because I don't want to take an untested vaccine. Like A vaccine developed in a short amount of time for a, uh, a virus that we have not seen before. It may have been, COVID may have been around since the 70s, but not in the current form. Okay, so we've never seen that before. No, tri- no, no trials on the vaccines. Brand new technology. No trials. Then you're not allowed to sue anybody. So if something does go wrong, nobody's held accountable. The government is the one that teamed up with them. I'm kind of against public-private partnership because that's uh, always a pathway to socialism. So you got that thrown in the mix. And then if it was such a great vaccine and everything was working fine, people would be running to get it. However, it's not a great vaccine. And the fact that you're trying to force us to take it, to me, is a lot of red flags. I don't think I'm crazy for thinking that. I think sitting back and analyzing the situation, I'd go, well, there's a lot of questions. I got way more questions than you guys are providing answers to me. So therefore, I'm not interested in taking your vaccine. Not to mention, I've already had COVID probably multiple times. I know for sure, at least twice. I think I had it a third time. I don't really care. I don't care to get tested. I'm uninterested. Look at where you're at right now in history. COVID, on all accounts, should be past us. i warned everybody about this with the elections. It should be past us. But then you hear they're talking about the mental thing in Canada. China just locked up another city, and they're reimposing COVID mandates. You're seeing companies online. My wife pointed this out to me. Some of the places that they like to shop at, some of these are saying that be prepared, depending on the location and your geographical location, it may be required for you to wear masks to enter the store again. Start looking, you'll start seeing it yourself. I was kind of blown away with that and I go, "Oh yeah, cuz it's after the elections." Okay? Uh, the Demo- the Democrats retained some of their power, not maybe not all, they don't have a supermajority right now, but they're still in control of things for the most part. And they're going to start reimposing Or at least some will, and some will try to reimpose them. Because you see now they're reporting America has over 305,000 cases daily. So why are we starting to hear about daily cases again? You see, we're done with the election. They let off. They let you believe it's all done. It's all over with. Now that the election's done, they maybe didn't get the exact result that they wanted, but they did pretty well. Now things are starting to slowly creep back. It's about power this had nothing to do with it when they let off the reins were you hearing anything about daily deaths were you hearing anything about covid at all on all accounts i think most people feel that covid is over you know it's a va- you know it's a virus you know it's going to be here forever it's almost replaced the common flu we are having some flu outbreaks but you just it's a different strand you're going to get sick it's inevitable you're not going to get away from this thing your entire life masks don't work which was agreed on on all sides and now vaccines they finally admitted that you're going to have to get an annual shot like a flu shot with all that said people have moved on with their lives we're at a point where i think most people COVID is a distant uh a distant thought in your mind you don't even worry about it anymore you're going about your day-to-day rare is the day now at least here in south florida that i see somebody with a mask now if i'm in a store and there's 150 people i might see one person with a mask just one it's at least in our mind, the people's mind, it's over, but no, no be careful because it could come back because see COVID was never about the virus. COVID was about control. It was about regulations. It's about rules. It's about you doing what they want you to do. If COVID was so dangerous, why'd they let off the, why they let off the rains? Why'd they let off the gas? Why isn't everything still being done the way it was supposed to, what was being done before? Most of us didn't do it, but there's a lot of people that did comply. If it's not such a big deal here in the United States, why make it where it's mandatory for international travel? I'm asking questions that we already know the answer to. I'm being a little bit repetitive. Ultimately, we know it's about control and power. They will never let it go. That is that is, that is right now these globalists' main goal is to have as much power and be as rich as they possibly can at our expense. Joe Biden's a turd. The fact that they're trying to do this makes him more of a turd. Now, on the on the on the good side or on the, on the bright side, uh you know, most people are not traveling internationally these days because let's be honest, you're struggling to travel to the grocery store because of the cost the cost of gas. You certainly don't have money for luxury items like taking a big overseas trip that's going to cost you thousands upon thousands of dollars. You're probably a little more worried about making sure you have seven hot meals every night this week on a dinner table so that when the kids sit around, you know you're sending them and putting them to sleep with a nice full belly. You're not worried about anything kind of outside of that. So that's probably the, the good news is that if they're going to start pulling this crap, you probably weren't planning on traveling internationally anyways. So if you did not want to take the shot, you shouldn't have to take the shot. You can still stand your ground. Some people will probably give in at this point, me personally. If it's required to go to the country that I would like to visit to take the shot, then I guess I will not be visiting that country, at least for the foreseeable. I don't know what's going to happen 10 years from now. You, you have no idea what's going to happen. Five minutes, let alone 10 minutes, an hour, uh, a day, two weeks, whatever from now, things change all the time. Look at how fast and how rapid things change. To Just a short two years ago, I think all of us, we, ha- we had a nice little nest egg going. Our retirement accounts were doing great. Gas was low. Everything was good. And now everything has flipped in a short two years. So it can flip just as easily in the other direction again. But for now, for the foreseeable future, if you don't, if you do not want to take a shot, you do not want to travel. You can avoid that. And like I said, financially, most people probably can't afford it. these days, anyways, if you're an average working class person, it's pretty tough to go overseas right now with everything being inflated and the world being, I don't know, in 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 almost world war three category because you have an idiot in the white house. So I think you'd rather stay at home where you know you're safe and secure if you don't live in a blue city. If you're in a blue city, you might want to take a trip and stay the hell out of there. All right, tomorrow, Thanksgiving. Keep in mind, I do not have an episode. Uh, For tomorrow or Friday, I'll be back on Monday. I'm going to take my little holiday break here. Uh, I wish all of you the happiest Thanksgiving. Uh, eat as much as you can, enjoy your time with your families, have some reckless fun, not too much, but have a little bit of fun. <laughs> Maybe start popping in some Christmas movies because it's, uh, it's on and popping after that and enjoy yourself because we got one life to live and we might as well enjoy ourselves and smile as much as we can and enjoy the people that we love as much as we can while we're here. So enjoy your Thanksgiving. I'll see you next week.